Good morning, you wonderful, beautiful people of the world. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be February 14th, 2023. This is a little uh, mini series I'm doing for you guys, Monday through Thursday podcast, about 10 minutes each, except for Wednesdays, where I just share some insights I had, some things I was reading during that morning. And I want to share it with you guys because uh, these things encouraged me. They stuck out to me. And uh, I want to talk about those things with you guys. So let's go ahead and pray. And I want to talk to you guys about remembering what God remembers. So let's pray and let's have this conversation. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your spirit that we now have the ability to remember what you remember because your spirit reminds us of the things you've taught us, Lord, of your words. I pray, Lord, we would be super diligent to read your word, get it in our minds and in our hearts, and that your spirit would give us revelation, understanding, insight to what you're saying, God, so we can know what you mean when you said what you said. Lord, that we would remember what you remember and uh, that we would be guided by your thoughts in our life, Lord. We would live by your thoughts and your revelations, your understanding, God. So we just love you, Lord. I pray you guide this conversation. We thank you for your spirit being on this earth with us, Lord. I don't know what we would do without you, Lord. So I just pray you bless this conversation. Bless my brothers and sisters. We love you, Lord. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you guys. So really quick. I've been reading the book of Jeremiah the last couple days because, so you guys know this uh, podcast is a couple, well, I'm going to say more than a couple weeks. So the record date for this one is actually December 20th, 2022. And there is a lot of Christians out there who are using Jeremiah 10 to justify, you know, why people shouldn't get Christmas trees. And there's just like, I don't know what is going on these days, but people are just super, um, I don't know, very defensive, you know, anyway. So I want to, I was like, you know what, instead of just jumping on the bandwagon and just using scripture to, you know, I guess you could say defend my arguments. I want to make sure that my arguments are in the context of what God meant those arguments to be in. Does that make sense? Because sometimes we can say things and not even know where it was coming from or what was happening. And so I am reading Jeremiah to understand all the way up until that point, what was happening. And so yesterday, you guys, I hope you listened to the podcast. We were just talking about, um, Oh my gosh, what were we talking about yesterday? That is super embarrassing, you guys. I completely forgot. What were we talking about? Oh, forsaking God. That's right. And uh, today, I just want to continue the conversation in uh, Jeremiah 2. And I was looking at the very beginning here and it says, I remember you. This is the Lord talking. The kindness of your youth. The love of your betrothal. When you went after me in the wilderness, in a land not sown, Israel was holiness to the Lord. I was like, wow. You know, I was thinking about like when they first met the Lord, think about when you first met the Lord, that dynamic and that relationship, you know, and, uh, God remembers that God remembers how we used to behave with him when we first came in contact with him as, as far as the love that we had, the, all that we were in the excitement, the joy, the gratefulness, you know, Lord, you delivered me from insert here, right? I mean, think about the Israelites getting out of Egypt and God bringing them through the wilderness into the promised land. They were underneath dire stress previous to God doing that. And how do we come in contact with God? Usually it's through the acknowledgement of our burdens, our shame, our fears, you know, our needs. Insert here, you guys, there is nothing that can possibly separate us from God. It's not always about, you know, um, the acknowledge. Yes, it does come down to the acknowledgement of sin, 
at the core of everything. But as you grow and progress, you know, you realize, okay, Lord, obviously when you love somebody, your heart isn't like, oh, I want to sin against God. You're like, what do I need, Lord? You know, how do I become the person I need to be in this relationship, you know, that is going to keep this thing going? It's kind of what we do in marriage, right? We kind of evolve as people and grow and mature and change and, and, uh, figure out the needs that that other person has to meet those needs. And that's what God does for us. He meets our needs. And sometimes we have to come in contact with our needs in order to really understand who he is to us in that way. Because you guys, most of the world lives apart from God. That's the difference between you and a pagan, you know, chasing after things who, you know, you don't know God, you do everything on your own. You're apart from him. We weren't created to be apart from him. We were created to be in relationship with him in order for us to really embrace the beauty of that relationship. We have to be in touch with what we need. And, uh, you know, our needs physically, emotionally, mentally, this, uh, we're a package deal. So anyway, God remembers who we were when we first came in contact with him. And then it says, hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, what injustice have your fathers found in me that they have gone far from me, have followed idols and have become idolaters. Neither did they say, where is the Lord who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and pits, through a land of droughts and the shadow of death. I just thought that was interesting. What injustice have your fathers found in me that they have gone far from me, have followed idols and have become idolaters? You know, it's like, who told us that, you know, um, who told us God wasn't good anymore? There seems to be this you know, kind of idea in the church too, that God is good, but you better be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? You better be good or God's going to get you instead of just embracing him for who he fully is. Cause again, if you understand who he is in the context of your life, you're not going to want to do anything to jeopardize that relationship. Nobody who truly loves somebody is going to do that anyway. I don't know why we assume that of people. It's amazing how much assumptions and judgments we take upon majority of people. We don't know. Let's just say the Christian community, you know, there's a lot of things that people think about the Christian community too that are pretty judgmental, you know? I guess what I'm saying is we're, we're talking about, at the end of the day, individuals and people, you know? And we can't just keep like generalizing everything all the time for the sake of getting our point across. You know, I've heard people talk about, you know, like the whole Christmas thing. Don't just say you celebrate Jesus, you know, Christmas and stamp Jesus on it. You know, I'm like, well, there are people out there who really do follow the Lord and love him and don't just stamp Jesus on stuff to justify their celebrations. Not everybody is just doing that, you know, and, and why, and it's just, it's crazy how critical and judgmental we can become of people in that type, in that kind of way. Anyway, I digress. So the Lord's like, what injustice have you found in me that you've forsaken me? And, you know. Neither did they say, where's the Lord who brought us out of Egypt? God's heart is always to deliver you. And he was like, why all of a sudden have you turned from me when that's always been my plan is to deliver you from danger, evil, or ruin, which is the definition of salvation. That's always been God's heart. We're the ones who bring ourselves into some of the destruction. And you guys, Jeremiah, you guys, there are so many scriptures in here that back that up. He's like, your own doings will bring this upon you. Your own forsaking of me. Why do we forsake God? Why, you know, and that's what he's asking. 
But what, what, why do we forsake God? Because the knowledge we have of God. Sometimes the knowledge we have of God doesn't come from God. Sometimes the knowledge you have of him comes from people's interpretations of who they think he is. Look at the Pharisees. They didn't think Jesus was the Christ. Be careful who you follow. Not everybody understands the heart, the heart of God. You need to find out who the, what the heart of God is for you in the terms of your life, where you've been, who he is in you, right? And what I mean is God has delivered you from bondage. Can you recognize the bondage he's delivered you from? And can you appreciate the delivery that he brought into your life so much to the point that you would never want to depart from him because of how good he is in his heart to deliver you? Why would you forsake a God who's going to deliver you from danger, evil, or ruin? No one would do that in the right mind. But guess what happens? Sometimes things get really good and then people end up forsaking God, not on purpose. Or sometimes people get around people and they're still full of shame and condemnation. They think they have to make it up to God. And they constantly monitor their behavior, actions, and attitudes to the point where you don't even know who they are because there's so many masks on this person. They speak in ideals. This is how it should be, but you don't really know who they are. You know? So let's move on. He goes, I bought, I brought you into a bountiful country to eat its fruit and its goodness. But when you entered, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. The priest did not say, where's the Lord? And those who handle the law did not know me. Wow, that was interesting. The rulers also transgressed against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that do not profit. So again, let's look at the characteristics of God. Okay. He was like, number one, I'm where, you know, who brought you out of Egypt, led you through the wilderness and brought you into a bountiful country to eat its fruit and its goodness. That is the heart of God. That's what he does. He delivers us and he brings us into better. Jesus already said he's come to give us a life to live it abundantly. But how many people out there, if you say that, they, they call it prosperity gospel. They call it these things. So then people are so scared to fully enter in what God's promised and who he is in terms of being and character. God is a good God. He prospers people. That's just how it happens. But for some reason, some people hold back because they're afraid that they're going to believe God wrongly if they believe him for the goodness he has planned for them since the beginning and the foundations of time. The only thing that gets us in trouble is our own knowledge. We separate ourselves from God. We do things on our own, right? We forget what he's done. It's those things outside of that that get us in trouble. We get ourselves in trouble. And you guys, it's all over in Jeremiah. I'm sure we'll get into that. But guess what? Time is up. It has been over 10 minutes. I got to get off here, you guys. I hope I gave you some food for thought. I want you to remember what God remembers. Remember who you were when you first came into relationship with God's kindness, love, and mercy, salvation, his forgiveness, okay? And the results of following him. You are in bondage. He brought you into a bountiful land. He got you into a better place. He's going to lead you through the wilderness. You might be in the wilderness now. That's a whole nother conversation. The point is, God knows who's he, who's God knows who he is. Do you know him on the basis of who he says he is and how he conducts himself? Not how you think he conducts himself or how somebody else said how he conducts himself based upon what he said and what he said alone. And then you remembering your life, where you were and where you're at now. Were you in bondage? Did God deliver you? Can you remember God delivering you? And can you recall can you just make a judgment that that was a good thing that God did for you in living in good judgments about God in that way? Does that make sense, you guys? So anyway, I'm going to pop off here, you guys. We are going to be, I have no idea what we're going to talk about tomorrow. I just got to ask the Lord because 
there are so many things I could say, but you know, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, I'm on the right track, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to ask the Lord and pray and just whatever he's on my heart, whatever I feel fired up about, wherever the passion's burning, I guess, as far as that goes, we'll talk about that. All right, y'all have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the podcast and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.